Hello and welcome to the ALC Pan-African Radio's Talking Africa program. Talking Africa provides in-depth interviews with experts and other actors in the field of peace and security in Africa. Hello, I'm Desmond Davis. My guest today is Tunde Zach Williams, Emeritus Professor of Sociology at the University of Central Lancashire in the UK. He won the Distinguished Africanist Award of the UK African Studies Association in 2020. Uh, Tunde, you spent 50 years almost in African studies uh, sector. What improvements, what are your experiences over the last 50 years about African studies, mainly in the West, where you, you've taught uh, most of the time anyway? Well, the improvement I see is among the uh, young people who have taken up African studies. Um, they, they They don't treat it simply as a discipline, but you find a lot of them are committed to uh, fundamental changes uh, on the continent um, in terms of their research, in terms of their um, critique of the African governments. Um, gone are the days when um, some people argue that there was nothing like um, African history, but the history of the European in Africa. Yes. In fact, now um, young British people are really keen to point to how, you know, the great Walter Rodney thing that um, the development of Africa, or rather the underdevelopment of Africa, is very much linked to the, yes. to the development of the West. So recently it's been great um, being an Africanist in, the, well, in, in that sense. Yes. Uh, yes. Again, from the Western perspective, uh, have the narratives changed or are they still the same old uh, story about Africa? Well, I, I, it, it hasn't changed, but it's changing in, in, in the sense that, again, the influence of um, black settlement in, yes. in the West has actually created a space for critical uh, thinking, critical analysis, um, challenging um, archaic ideas and um, people uh, coming together um, to create a, a different, better, and if you like, perhaps a real understanding of of Africa. Yes. But uh, talking about uh, African studies itself in the West, who is leading uh, the, the way? I mean, is African studies itself taking root on the continent? Or are Africans themselves turning still to the West to, to, to get knowledge about Africa and African studies? Well, I think on, on the continent itself, I think um, Africans are stepping uh, forward um, and they're now trying to determine what African studies it is and or what, what it ought to, to be. Because African studies is not simply just the, the, the relationship between Africa and, um, and the West. Yes, yes, of course, yes. Mm -hmm. It's also, it's also to do with, um, what is happening, um, politically. Yes. Because, I mean, the West would not have continued domination if there were not political lackeys who were prepared, um, to sign contracts and, yes. and actually act in, in very surreptitious way. Um, with lots of resources being drained away from the continent, resources which, are, which should have been used to uh, develop 
um, African consciousness, develop um, African livelihoods, etc. Yes. Uh, tell us a bit about the Distinguished Africanist Award that you, you were given by the African Studies Association uh, last year. What, what does that entail? Well, it's the African Studies Association decided that each year they would um, they would award, they would award the um, distinguished Africanist um, uh, criteria to an individual who has served the association and has served the, if you like, the discipline of African Studies in the UK, yeah. and. Um, Incidentally, there was one Sierra Union, Eldred Jones, who won it a yes. few years ago. So yes. I feel extremely proud to follow uh, in the footsteps of such a great uh, academic, um, great contributor to African studies. Um, for myself, on, on my path, uh, um, I've uh, been president of the association. I was vice president for a short time. I was secretary. I also, yes. I also represented... Um, the association at, at the uh, British Academy. Um, yes. Yeah. So, and of course, um, I have taught for a number of years and I think uh, I've published um, quite a bit and, I'm, and I've been attached with um, a number of journals, but perhaps the most, the one I'm most uh, proud of is the Review of African Political Economy. Uh, yes, uh, the Review of African Political Economy. How effective has it been uh, in, in trying to push the uh, the African narrative of Africa itself rather than the uh, Eurocentric uh, narrative? I, I, I would say um, reasonably su- uh, successful because um, the, the the review of rope as as it's uh, as yes it's called. Yes. Um, does not see uh, well. The first thing, the, criti- the, the critical perspective of capitalist development and how it impacts on Africa is central to um, the review, to uh, members of the editorial uh, board, and those who work. In fact, those who publish in Europe, because I mean, yes. you know, if you want to. Um, Right in praise of capitalism. Well, then, rope is not the place for you to, because um, rope in its remit has this commitment to critical engagement um, with, with, with the West, and um, and th- th- this is central. Yes. So, and increasingly, the um, as the founding people wanted, increasingly you you find critical analysis of capitalist uh, development and particularly um, African leaders who do not uh, seem to have um, any commitment <laughs> to um, the, yes. the development of um, the rank and file uh, ordinary people in Africa. Yes. Well, actually, you, you, you taught in Nigeria, I think, was it at Bayero University? But at both Bayero and University of Jos. Uh, yes, yes. So that was the mid, early to mid seventies. Uh, what are your impressions of then in terms of the educational uh, system in Nigeria now? I mean, are there great differences? Because you you did say that uh, in those days, I mean, students at the university read counter discourses. 
writers like Walter Rodney, Franz Fanon, and Amilke Cabral. Do these students read these writers today, in, in, say, in Nigeria or Africa generally? Well, you know, um, when I got to Nigeria, I must confess, students were not reading uh, Walter Rodney and okay. Cabral. Yes. But some of us were determined to make yes. African studies, uh, sociology, economics, and um, relevant to, to yes. Africa, uh, not just to Africa, but to African uh, development. So I, um, I, I remember, you know, the struggle to bring in, um, Walter Rodney's, um, Are You Upon the Developed Africa? But you know, interestingly enough, with Northern yes. Nigerians, it yes. wasn't, it wasn't difficult to teach Walter Rodney or to teach, bring class analysis yes. into the teaching in Northern Nigeria because the social, social structure too created its own Talakawa. Yes, which is also what for lonely people, you know, you know. The yes, world, yes, the yes, the masses. So, so, so in discussion, you 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 found that the, uh, these young people who've gone through that kind of oppressive experience, yes, they they clearly understood and uh, rallied to the discussion that you that you were making. Yeah. Yes, but I I am not quite sure now. Um, you know. What the uh, what the situation in Nigeria is, you know, in terms of uh, radical uh, discourse. But I know that there yes. there there are groups that are really determined um, to continue the uh, critical sociology um, and critical economics, uh, uh, political economy in Nigeria. Yes. What impressions do you think you you made when you were there uh, before you returned to the UK? Well. Two things. I mean, when I went there, uh, when I got there, first of all, I also wanted to learn because I wasn't going there to teach <laughs> um, Nigerians uh, without knowing the the social structure. Yeah. Because initially, yeah. I, yes. my, my my own research initially was on Sierra Leone, um, yes. where um, I, I, I looked at um, diamond mining initially. Yeah, but once in Nigeria. I also realized that there, there were, uh, you know, students who were keen to, um, not just to learn, but keen to create and participate in critical discourse because they wanted to understand why the great nation like Nigeria was yes. not moving forward in, in the way that, um, you know, other people expected and they themselves expected. So we um, we brought in um, writers, particularly you know use the word Africa, uh, Africa, African writers, people yes. like Samir Amin, people as as you said Walter Rodney, um, yes, yes Amilcar Cabral, because my my own undergraduate dissertation was on on Amilcar Cabral and the um, revolution in 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 Guinea Bissau. Bissau. Guinea Bissau yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, th- these are some of the things that we uh, that we brought, and in no time, students were making connections. Yes, we were making connections that Africa's underdevelopment was not willed by by God. Yes, it's the it's, it's a product uh, of colonialism, is the pro- product of the slave trade, is the product of of domestic collaborators and do- domestic exploiters. <laughs> so, yes. 
it wasn't just it wasn't just all about outsiders. Yes, outsiders mm-hmm. could not keep Africa down if they were not uh, um, internal collaborators. Well, actually, that's a very good point you've made because the uh, the discourse on slave trade has risen again since the uh, murder by a white policeman of uh, George Floyd in America. Yeah. Well, most people argue that if the Africans didn't sell the slaves in the first place, the slave trade would not have flourished. Isn't that the case? Well, no. No. No, no. Be- be- because the slave trade flourished because yes. early capitalism, you know, need- needed um, that... that uh, well, I, mean, I know, I, yes. I, I know they needed the labor, yes. But Yes. Yeah, because it's that labor itself that unleashed um, or delivered capitalism. And capitalism um, basically just trapped Africa in, mm-hmm. in, in a web of underdevelopment, humiliation, yes. And until Africa could make um, a, 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 a critical engagement, yes. With, with, with capitalism, Africa would not move, and that critical engagement also calls for uh, for patriotic people in Africa. And I use the word patriotic, not yes. in a narrow, uh, not narrow, narrow excluding sense, but people yes. who are committed to uh, to development, not those who simply want to get to power to steal money, basically. Let's yes. call it that. Yes. To, to embezzle, to sit on the ordinary people. But we want people who want to work with ordinary people, just like America Cabral started doing. You know? Yes. Um, yeah, but we, we don't see, we don't see those type of leaders anymore in Africa. But I mean, that's what I find very strange because I mean, African leaders see how other countries develop and how leaders behave to ensure that people are happy. Once people are happy, you yourself as leader will be happy. Why don't they just follow the, the, the rules that, that, that will lead to uh, peace, security, and development? Why do they have to rock the boat unnecessarily? You're absolutely right. This is a big question. Yes. Why, why do they do that? I mean, first of all, they, 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 they're fearful of the people they rule. Yes. So they use excessive violence. Um, you know, a situation that would call for people to... Tell, uh, talk and behave properly with yeah. um, pe- uh, people challenging them would not uh, would would not be contemplated. But what yeah. would happen? You bring the army in, you bring the police, and they yeah. don't, they they don't, they don't have discussion with people. Some of them start shooting, uh, using sticks, beating people as if they're they're animals. Even even yeah. some of the animals they don't treat that, that way. Yeah. 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 So, um, and the, the other problem I find with African politics is the ageist nature of African politics. Yes. You don't see young people participating in, in politics. You don't see young people standing, you know, um, as, as, as leaders. Yes. Um, and, you know, um, Africa cannot progress if the young people are pushed to one corner. Because they are the innovators, they are the people who have um, bigger stake in society, not not the guy who you know is uh, two steps from from death, you know who does not does not care the way society is run. 
Yeah, but the main problem is the, uh, the so- socio-economic and cultural uh, context we're talking about in Africa. For the last 30 years, the young people do not know anything about politics except uh, lining your pocket and using violence to keep people in place. So what what will happen when these old leaders disappear? It's the same old story, isn't it? Well, yes, but I think this this is where progressive people have to step forward because what is what is needed is organization. The yes. first thing we we um, um, people have to young progressive people have to deal with is ethnicity, because yes. you know ethnicity should not always be be uh, um, you know uh, a source of conflict. You know, um, yes. because if it is made clear that you and I, you know, whether you're Mendy, Timini, Hausa, Fulani, in our country, we have an interest in common. Yes. What we have to look, let's ask the question, why are we so poor? It's because we have people here who are so rich. They take the money out of the country, they buy houses in London, in America, Yes, they take they take your diamonds, you know, out of the country. You know, yes. they connive with with, with um, um, uh, ex, uh, people from our other countries, smuggle mm-hmm. your diamonds, and you you take you take my, my, you take my own country, Sierra Leone. Yes. When, when when I was in school, we 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 went to school like like, like children in any other uh, part of the world. But now, uh, um, particularly since independent, post uh, you, you, have, you have most of, of the children going to school as if they're factory workers, and nothing yeah. wrong about being factory worker. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But 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 the the the, the, the system of shifts where. Some children have to go in the morning. Some children have to go in the afternoon. Those who go to, to school in the afternoon, believe me, from what I've noticed, they're yes. tired. They're tired, yes. They're tired because they've worked. They've done domestic work. Some of them mm. have, have been out selling for their parents. When they go to school, what happened? They sleep. They just sleep. Yes. They're tired. Yes. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock in Sierra Leone, you find ch- uh, children uh, looking for, for transport to go home. Yes, that's not on. That's not, that, that, that should not be the case in 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 the kind of um, world we live in now. Yes. yes. Where how are we going to produce the scientists? Are we surprised that in the case of Sierra Leone, they have the, perhaps one of the worst education outcome in in the country? Fabi College, which was the best university on that side of of Africa, not on the continent itself. Yes, on the continent today. Today is probably the worst. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Why? Because because we have people who, who don't care about progress. All they want is the consumption of now, and that's the basis of, of, of corruption. Yes, exactly, because you and I went to school in Sierra Leone during the yes. colonial days, and we, we can tell the difference. So there was something positive then in terms of education by the, uh, for, uh, the, uh, by the colonialists who presented something for us yes. that has stood us in good stead. Yes, yes. I, I, I mean, you know, you, you, now you have teachers who go for months without salary, but meanwhile yes. politicians, you know, are building palaces. Politicians yes. are taking the money out of the country. Yes, 
And, and yet they tell us they tell us they are for the people. But, but, but is it because then they don't the leaders don't owe any allegiance to the people because absolutely they, are, they owe allegiance to the World Bank, IMF, and to donors, and they just make uh, things just to please the, 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 these outside uh, forces. Yes, and they create a situation where the people do not have a voice. Yes, but then uh, you mentioned the structural adjustment program and the new liberalism created a huge uh, problem for Africans' development. Yes. What, what just, what's your t- take on it now? Well, well remember so we had, we, we had the, the last decade of development with all these structural adjustment plans and what have you. Yes, well, the structural adjustment really um, turned African economies upside down. And I, I spent quite a good uh, bit of um, um, my, my own um, research uh, yes. looking at structural adjustment um, in, in Africa. Um, um, basically, um, African economies could not experience growth under structural adjustment. Um, yes. Because you're continuously indebted to the IMF, the World Bank. Yes. Yes. Um, and um, when, uh, of, of course, African leaders um, step forward, those who dare challenge, yes, people, uh, people like Sankara. Yes. yes. Um, people like... Oh, uh, Burkina Faso. Yeah, yes. Burkina Faso, yes. yes. Um, when, when, when these... Um, Patriotic leaders stand up. Obviously, imperialism take them off the stage. They bring their lackeys. They bring yes. people. I mean, if you, if you, if you look at what's happening in, um, ECOWAS. Yes. Yes. Um, people trying, um, to bring the, the currency together. So you, um, ECOWAS would, could, could operate under one current currency. Exactly. Yes. Well, what did the French do? The Francophonie? They went, connived with, with, with France and, and grabbed the name, the echo of the, the country. Yes. Which, which, which was almost stabbing, uh, a stab at, at the heart of the, of the whole organization. Yes. Yes. And, you know, so if they cannot put the ideas of Africa and the ideas of ordinary people first, then we will continue in this economic stagnation, chaos, in fact, economic decline. In fact, that, that, that's a good point you made, because, I mean, economies in most African countries are not moving, they're not thriving. I mean, you have cartels that control the markets. For example, in Sierra Leone, it's not a competitive market. No. So, I mean, that is... Uh, will be a major setback to uh, even the African continental free trade area. Because most of these people go abroad to China, to Dubai, to bring imports. That's not what is needed. Yes, you, you, you are, you're absolutely right. Yes. Yeah, by, by <laughs> when you import, <laughs> you have to pay for it. Yes. And, and of course, to also, also to be able to produce, we need good educational system. Exactly, and, and you see, in a place like Salem, that, that that does not exist. When you when you look at the high level of of failure in the equivalent of the school certificate, yes, you know, um, 
um, in, in the country. I, I, I think those who are in politics now and, you know, who've been in politics should be ashamed of themselves. Yes. Because that country has not moved. That country is just gone behind continuously in the yes. last uh, 30, 30, 40 years. Yes, yes. And, and even scholarships for students to study abroad, these, uh, these no longer exist. A lot of people actually studied abroad and went back to develop the continent, but people have to make the way now to Europe and America, and, and it's very, very expensive. So the education system is failing completely, isn't it? Yes, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you um, I mean, you and I went to a, a famous school, and um, I remember when the old boys decided to um, take the school out uh, away from the government. From the government, yes. Again, we talked about this earlier in government school. I must yes, yes. tell you, I must found, tell you. Founded in 1845. That's right. Founded yes. in 1845. And I, 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 I must confess to you that I was against it initially when the government, yes. the old boys wanted to take it because I was worried that yes. ordinary folks might not be able to get in, into that school. Yes. And because, I mean, I, I don't come from rich background. You know, yes. I'm, I'm sure you are not too dissimilar f- for me. But in the in the end, that was the best decision for the school, taking yes. it away from the government because the, the, the government cannot pay teachers. The government interfere, bring inefficiency into in, into the system. Yes. And when I'm talking about the government, I'm not talking just about the current government. No, of course not. Yes. 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 Yeah, I'm talking about successive governments in Sierra Leone. Yes. You know. Uh, so, um, but the old, old boys uh, stepped in, and and thanks to the the, the history of, of of the of the school because it yes. was founded by um, church uh, missionary society, so the government yes. they have control over the school. Today, it's one yes. of it's the best school in the country. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. because you don't uh, you, you don't have interference. People who who, who are thrown in as head teacher, not because they have experience, not because they are qualified, but simply because. They're, they're connected either politically or ethnically with powerful people. That's nonsense. Yes, yes. That's nonsense. So the Africa that uh, the African Union is searching for 2063 will not materialize if all of these problems are not resolved now. Yes, absolutely. And of course, our country, <laughs> our country, our country will just lag behind, just continuously. Yes. A, con- a, a country whose national anthem was mighty, the nation, the nation whom they led. Yes. yes. Um, the country that had the premier uh, university uh, uh, on the continent. Yes. Yes. Though some South Africans might want to, ch- uh, want to challenge that. <laughs> but, yes. Uh, but um, now, now we don't see that output of, of talent. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you wrote a lot about the the, the, the civil war in Sierra Leone and the so-called blood diamond uh, uh, episode. Well, I mean, for me, the, uh, the, the it's not ended because I mean, people were accused of selling diamonds. That's fine, stolen goods belong to the government and people of Sierra Leone. Yeah. But what about the people, the, the diamond dealers in Antwerp and Amsterdam, who actually bought the stolen goods? Shouldn't the international community? The World Bank try and recover the money that they made from uh, stolen goods. 
Absolutely, but but you see, this is the basis of capitalist production. Yes. And in Sierra Leone, unfortunately, unlike some other countries, we haven't produced uh, socialists who uh, who have insisted that that should be part of the um, the doctrine of development. Yes. Um, um, we had we had Shaka Stevens, who was a trade unionist, who who led for a while, but a trade unionist who he claimed he never uh, pull, called his people out on strike. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, if, in fact, a lot a lot of the inefficiency in Sierra Leone could be traced to the Stevens regime. Yes, you know that in famous phrase we say we, uh, the way. Um, it demonized educated people. Yes. We say, we say Bailo Barry, you say David Sinekul. For those who don't know, David Sinekul was one of the, was a Sierra Leonean, one of the, um, um, most brilliant, um, product from Sierra Leone. I think he was the first, um, African to have a first class honors from Cambridge. Um, yes. Yes. yes, I think. Yeah. yeah. And so he was contrasting him with a diamond dealer, you know. So we're not talking about we're not talking about education. We're talking about money. Money, <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. So w- w- once a leader starts going down that le- level, and because if you if you're saying that you're thinking that you're also putting it in practice, because that's when the infrastructure started collapsing, and it yes. was collapsing also because of structural adjustment policies. Yes. Know? Yeah. And um, the people who tried to question that, they were chased out of, of the country. Um, yes. Some of them even lost their lives. But that's yes. not the way you want, you, you, you want a society. Yes. yes. You must have debate. You must have discussion. You know, um, you know, if you disagree, fine. You are listening to Talking Africa on the ALC Pan-African Radio. Stay tuned. Welcome back. My guest today is Tunde Zach Williams, Meritus Professor of Sociology at the University of Central Lancashire in the UK. He won the Distinguished Africanist Award of the UK African Studies Association in 2020. So what's the way forward then for uh, Africa? Because you've been been looking at it for the last 50 years or more. Yeah. Well, first of all, I mean, I, I... I think uh, African people, African leaders must question the path they've taken in the last 40, 50 years. Sierra Leone yeah. will soon be 60 years since independence. We must question, uh, because we must realize there's an alternative. And I would emphasize a socialist alternative to what, to, to, to development. And we must start thinking uh, about African, um, economic unity. We cannot progress if half of our nations are in the Frank zone undermining economic activities, mm-hmm. yes, that would have taken Africa forward. Yes, um, as we pointed out earlier. So for me, that, 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 there is no alternative for Africa than a socialist development. Of course, when you talk about socialism, people think about the extreme... Uh, regime that existed in Eastern Europe before the collapse of the uh, Berlin Wall. Uh, can you explain a bit further on how you want socialism to operate in Africa today? 
Well, the thing is, I mean, um, some people would argue that socialism cannot be exported. So uh, socialism would, would be defined by the history, the uh, um, resources, the the the, um, um, the leadership and the culture of the people. I mean, so for example, if you take Tanzania under Nyerere, yes. it was, was a good attempt. Nyerere was not notorious as uh, um, as uh, an Idi Amin. Yes. Yes. Of yes. course, Idi Amin was no socialist. You know, he he, he was on the other side. And in fact, yes. it was socialist Tanzania that liberated the the Ugandan um, yes. people from yes. the worst um, um, regime Africa has seen um, um, under Idi Amin. Yes. So Africa, Africa must think about an alternative path, a socialist path. We're talking about the ability to bring people together, people of different ethnic groups. Yes. Es- 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 ethnicity should not be the order of the day. Yes. And people who are promoted, people who move forward, all of all these movements should be based on achievement, what people can contribute, not what group you come from. Yes, because all that leads to inefficiency. Yes. No, but, 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 but for me, it, it, it's fine. Nepotism, cronyism, tribalism is fine. If, because people will, will want to work closely with people the, who they know, but they should work in the interest of the nation rather than the interest of the uh, particular group. Isn't that the case? That's not possible. It's not possible. Well, yeah, but, but that's how it should be. Yeah. When uh, when uh, Bill Clinton went to uh, the White House, he took his gang from Little Rock, Arkansas, but they worked in the interest of America. When uh, Obama went to the White House from Chicago, he took his gang from Chicago, but they worked in the interest of, of America. That's what should happen in Africa, shouldn't it? Yes, but, but you see, but you see, you're talking about a society where the legal system, obviously, you know, you, there, there's corruption. <laughs> and, of course, I mean, yes, bigger than enough. Well, you talk, uh, you, you quoted uh, America where, um, the rule of law is, is strong and, yes. um, the, um, institutions, um, work, but a place like Sierra Leone, I don't think we can use that because I once asked a Ceylonian journalist interviewing me on national TV. I said, look, could you tell me of a case where someone has been accused of um, embezzling um, um, state money, um, government money, and this person was um, charged, brought to court, found guilty, and this person um, um, was sent, uh, sentenced to imprisonment and he, he or she served the, the, the imprisonment. The guy, the, the guy looked at me, the interviewer. He said, no. I said, well, yes. that shows you're not serious to develop this country. I said, because you cannot have thieves, you know, um, interfering with, with national, na- national resources for their own private means. And you expect society to go forward. Yeah. So, so, um, f- for me, I, 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 I want to say that the, the, the first thing, it's what you can contribute to society. So people with skills, 
yes. the best person, the best person for the job. Yes. It's not because, um, you and I come from the same area. We went to the same school. Therefore, you, you, you should have a post that you cannot, uh, um, fulfill. Yes. Yes. Um, then, then also, um, any, any, anyone found guilty of misappropriating state fund. Yes. There's no question. You should go through the court process. Yes. And if you're found guilty in the end, you serve your, you, you serve your term or, or, or whatever the consequences. Yes. That's the only way we can have efficient use of resources on the continent. Well, again, I mean, you and I have traveled extensively in Africa. And we, we notice at uh, times, strangely, that people are laughed at for not being corrupt. Those who are corrupt are the ones who are praised. So yes. that, that culture has to change first before we even tackle corruption. Yes, I agree. But remember, this, uh, this syndrome is a post-colonial one. Oh, yes, of course. It is yeah. post-colonial. Yeah, yes, so yes. It, it, it's a, I mean, let's call them by their name now. It's a petty bourgeoisie in, 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 in Africa <laughs> yes. who have created yes. this image. Yes. And, you know, that, that's part of the reason why it's so important for, for young people to step in. You know, um, your, uh, because when you look, I, you hardly find an African leader. Yes. Who is less yes. than, who is less than 60 year old? Because, you know, they, they, when, once they come, they don't want to leave. They don't want to leave. Yes. And, and young, young people who have, um, ideas. Yes. Are pushed to one side. Yeah. Yes. So, it, but, but the issue of corruption, I mean, like you said, the, the, the money that is stolen was stashed in Western banks. But now, even the Western countries are getting rather embarrassed. Like in the UK, you now have the unexplained wealth orders. In, in, even in France, they're seizing property and returning money. In Switzerland, they're doing that. Will, will, will that help? Or will, or will these crooks just look for other countries where they'll accept their ill-gotten gains? I, th- I think it's both. It will help. But, but it's not before time that, uh, Britain yes. and France started doing that because, I mean, you know, these are major, um, aid, um, donors. Yes. And yes. if, if, if they really want to see a period where, um, the uh, African countries would not be coming cap in hand asking yes. for money, then they should start doing something with, 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 um, with these spoilers who are bringing, um, billions. You yes. know, um, from their country to the, to Western countries. Yeah. Yes. So absolutely, absolutely important for that, um, um, to happen. And, and what? once that is, sorry. As no, I, go ahead. Yeah. Yes, you know, what, once that is instituted, um, we, we, we would see, I mean, obviously these guys could turn to other, other countries as we yes. some of them. Yeah. In the Middle East and Asia. Yes. Well, yes. well, then, I mean, if Western nations, uh, um, I'm thinking particular of France and, and Britain, if they are, if they are friendly and if they've been donors, they must be, they must come a time where they say, well, we don't want to continuously give money, you know, uh, and then they would put pressure on the new receivers, you yes. know, um, whether, whether it's, um, those in, in the Middle East, those in the Far East, 
yeah, yes. where we hear they're taking money, um, um, stolen money to. Yes. Well, 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 let's see how it works out because, I mean, when Switzerland returned uh, a bunch of stolen loot, uh, the, the Swiss government laid down rules and regulations of how the, the money should be spent in the interest of the people. And when uh, the, the UK recently returned stolen loot from Abacha too, they said the money will go to building some railway, some roads and what have you. Is that going to work? Or, is it just, or are they just paying lip service to the whole process of returning stolen funds? Well, I, I think that is to be seen. But the only way it will work is continuous pressure. Yes. Continu- continuous pressure from um, um, uh, British officials, um, French officials, and also from mm-hmm. the people, you, you yes. know, the people, people in Africa, yes, mm-hmm. because they they need to hear about this, yeah. And we we, we also need to increasingly punish those guys, th- those guys who who misappropriate the fund. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, the long and short of it is that. Uh, African studies is very, very crucial to reawaken the minds of young Africans who can change the continent, don't you think? Yes, but remember, African, African studies is a, is a wide thing. For yes. me, the African studies I'm interested in are critical African studies. Yes. yes. Those who, are, who um, as, as the, 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 the slang goes, who, who those who take no prisoners, they yes. see it as they see it, you know, and they're ready to work um, with ordinary people in, in yes. Africa to understand what's happening. Yeah. So, um, yes, that, that, that's, that, but I see, in fact, increasingly um, young people in Britain doing African studies, they're, they're not like when we were there, you know, yes. a conservative mm-hmm. outlook, um, um, you know, you, you can't engage with young people in Africa. No, uh, even yes. uh, even our own journal, we're now yes. engaging with Africa in a different way. For example, mm-hmm. um, they're they're not going to be um, the review of African political economy is not going to hold any conference in Britain, any big conference in Britain. Anymore. Okay. Anymore. But, but yes. conferences and meetings, engagement will take place in Africa where young Africans would be able to uh, talk with young um, British people um, yes. who, who um, would engage with them. Uh, yeah, so it, it is absolutely important for um, a, a total um, new approach. So that's a start anyway. And let's yeah. hope that uh, things will improve. Uh, Tunde Zach Williams, Emeritus Professor of Sociology at the University of Central Lancashire in the UK. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Talking Africa and ALC Pan-African Radio. For these and other programs, please visit our website at alcpanafricanradio.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Radio ALC and on Facebook at African Leadership Center. For feedback on this and other programs, please send an email to info at africanradio.com.